<laughs> What's up, good people? It's time for another session of that verbal cardio, man. We back in this, man. We back in this. I'm in the zone. I'm doing it on the regular. I'm out here, man. I am out here, man. I'm doing it steadily. You know what I'm saying? Steadily. Y'all know me. I'll fall off the wagon. I'm back again. I'm back again. Get in where you fit in because we back again. Bars, rhymes, beat rhymes in life. I don't know. I'm just talking. Got my co-host in the building. Water, man. Hey, man, let me tell you something about water. Mm. Mm. Oh, shout out to the dominant force on the planet, the lifeblood. We owe everything to water, okay? Water in the sun, man. That's what we need. Water in the sun. Even though I don't like the sun. I got beef with the sun. I don't like the sun's attitude. The sun is going to kill us eventually. I'm not, I'm not feeling the sun. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We got water in the building, man. Drink more water, people. Drink more water. No excuses. No BS. Get in on no whining. Again, drink it home. 64 ounces a day. Let me get let me get some more of that coffee. Again. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Anyway, man, we back, man. I got on my uh Burroughs football shirt today, man. Representing my son's high school football team, Burroughs Indians, man. They got a game this weekend. Let's kill them, man. Let's do this, man. They two and one on the season so far. Shout out to the Burroughs Indians. Burbank. Um I'm feeling good, y'all. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling blessed, feeling good. The blessings keep coming, man. I got no complaints, man. I got no complaints out here. You feel me? You feel me? Trump tried to call out any player that kneels is a son of a bitch. Everybody kneeled this weekend in football. I'm still not watching football, but everybody was getting their kneel on, man. You know? I just wish I played, like, right now. I wish I just played a couple seasons just to, just to piss people off, man. Just to piss people, that, that's the whole reason. I'd just be laid out on the field, laid out, man. People are so mad over the wrong reasons. Over the wrong reasons, man. While we mad about people getting killed by police, they mad about disrespect of the cloth. I'm like, ah, come on, man. I see what you're doing out here, and I don't like it. I see what you're doing, and I don't like it. It's good to be here. I might answer some more questions on this episode, man, because people, people, you know. My fan, man, the people that follow me, man, and it's such a weird dynamic today. Nobody wants to be considered a fan. Nobody wants to be considered a follower. Like, I ain't no fan, and I ain't trying to blow you up. I'm just saying you funny. Just just, just like who you like, man. Stop all the, I don't want to come off as, I don't want to pump you. Pump up who you like. If you feeling something, pump it up. That's what I've always done the, the whole time. If I like something, I pump it up. I support it. I buy it. I tell people about it. I've always been that way, man. I used to pray. I used to actually pray for artists that I really liked. Like, if they came out and, like, they were new or, like, you know, on the bubble, I used to pray for them, like, please, God, let their albums do well. Let them let them have hit singles. Let them. I used to honestly. I, I remember praying for Mariah Carey, like, when she first came out with, like, Vision of Love. Some of y'all listening didn't even exist then. I prayed for her success. I was like, please, God, man. This girl's so talented. Let her just, let people really get in on this. They they did. I prayed for Nas. I prayed for Wu-Tang Clan. I prayed for Mary J. Blige, Najee. 
Like, I was actually praying for these people, like, please, common. I was like, please, God, let them have some, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to always do that, man. And then and then once they flourished and once they, they popped, I was like, y'all good, y'all good, you know. I prayed for the Fugees, Lauren Hill. It was like I was I was throwing them in my prayers, you know. I don't, I don't even know these people, you know. But, like, I was, I was honestly just praying for their success, man, and uh, – I think people are doing the same for me. Uh, people really looking out for me out here. They praying for me. They rooting for me, man. It's a great feeling, man. And I, I owe a lot to the people that rock with me, man, because they, they send me video. They send me voiceover videos to do. They, uh, they tag people in my posts. Like just, just recently, uh, I was on a quest to get this bevel shaving kit. There's, a, there's this uh, razor called the bevel, and a lot of people have been raving about it, uh, especially people of color like myself who are scared of razor. But I got sensitive skin, so, like, I've always been scared to shave with a regular razor, um, you know. But I want to. I've always wanted to. I want the clean shave because, you know, I'm bald, so I want the clean shave. But I know I know how I react. I remember I did the razorless um, shaving thing one time where you put, the, you put the cream on there and then you take this little piece of cardboard type and you just scrape it off. My head, my head was on fire after that. And then um, I used, uh, when I was in the Philippines, they used a razor on my head. And mind you, the guy, the guy didn't know what he was doing. Like, even when I got in there, they were scared shitless. They pulling out scissors and stuff. And, like, like I, had, I had a little bit more hair than this, but it was like, what you, what you got the scissors for? You know, because they're they not used to me walking up in there. I, like, I'm in the Philippines. It, it wasn't no military base. It wasn't. You know, some Americanized spot in the Philippines. I was in the Philippines just at a local barbershop. And uh, the guy that was with me, my friend, he, he, he you know, he was speaking to him. He was like, no, just just cut it like, you know. And he was trying to use the, the clippers with the edges on there. I'm like, no, no, man, I'm trying to get bald, bald, man. Take it all off. I need the close shave. He was just, he was just basically just smoothing over it was like he had these headphones just going over my head like what are, what are you doing man i need cut i need cut so he pulled out the razor he was going in every which direction he could man so it felt great when i left there it was smooth as baby thighs you understand me but then then my head exploded it was on fire after that man i was like ah and then it just the skin gets all rough i didn't have the cottage cheese bumps but it was just like a rough feeling across my whole head. So that's what I'm scared of. Like, you know, my, my head is going to get irritated. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be bumpy and rough, like, throughout. It's not going to be like a cottage cheese section. It's just going to be a, a smooth, bumpy helmet on. So I'm scared. But I, I've heard great things about the bevel. So I'm going to give it a shot. I, uh, I posted a video on my social media of me going to Target. I went to the Target by my house in Burbank. To get the kit. Uh, normally when I'm in there, because I've been contemplating getting this kit for a while. And every time I go in there, they got the full kit, the, the $89 joint where you get the, the, the razors, the, the shaver, the creams. You get all that in one kit. Or you can buy it separately, but it's going to be more if you buy it separately. So I try to get the kit. When I go in there and make a firm decision, I'm like, yeah, you know, Sham went in there, bam, busted up in Target. Like, yeah, I'm on a mission that niggas say is impossible. But when I swing my swords, they all choppable. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Jizzle from Wu-Tang. Went in there, man. 
looking for the razor. They didn't have the full kits. I was like, damn it, man. You know, I was I was disappointed. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the Target in North Hollywood. Not too far. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it in, man. Got up in there on a mission again. Just on a mission. Pushing people out the way. I looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first Terminator when he was walking through the police station. Got up in there, man. They did not have the kit. I was like, damn it. So I left defeated. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm documenting all this on my Snapchat. And so... I get in the car. I look online. I look online to see what's the closest target and who has it in stock. They told me they had one in uh, further in North Hollywood, kind of like, I guess, closer to Van Nuys. So I went. I was like, all right, then. They got it in stock. I pulled up, went in there on a mission. There was a cute girl in there. She had cakes. I was like, oh, okay. I see what you're doing out here. <laughs> but I'm on a mission. I was on that mission, man. And so I rolled up. They didn't have it. Third time's a goddamn charm, man. Defeated. Defeated three strikes, you're out. So I posted my little defeat. Um, when I, people, people were saying the obvious stuff. Like, go to Amazon, just order it. Call in advance. Just uh, Duh, I thought about all this, but this is not what I do. I don't call in advance. I don't ask for help. I go, and it's stubborn, it's whack. It's it's just what I do, man. I just show I like to pull up I like to get what I want right then and there. I don't like waiting. I like to go in there, get it tonight. Man, I wanted to shave my head that night, man. It was Sunday night. I wanted to get it in Sunday night, man. I don't want to wait. I don't want to order it, wait for I don't want to pay for shipping and handling. I don't want to wait. I was like, man, I want it now, man. It's my money and I want it now. Like it was I wanted it that night. So, you know, of course I thought about Amazon and I thought about, you know, calling in in advance so I know exactly where to go. But forget all that, man. I'm a man. I'm on a mission. I wanted it in that moment with full control. And I didn't have control, man. I came away empty-handed on the night. So Bevel, I posted this on my Instagram. People were tagging the Bevel Company's Instagram on my post. They slid in my DMs like, yo, man, what's your address? I was like, what? Y'all go... Y'all ain't going to send me the product. They sent me the product. I got it in the mail today. I got the full shaving kit and something extra in there. They came through. Shout out to Bevel, man. They're not paying me for this. They just saw my video. They saw my struggle. They felt bad, you know, and here I am, man. I can't wait to try it out. And I'll probably talk about it on the next podcast. If I'm wearing a bumpy helmet, then you know the Bevel didn't work for me in particular. Because uh, I got a sensitive, I got a sensitive head. Pause. Sensitive head. Pause. Um, but yeah, man, so I'm feeling good about that. I'm like, man, that was really cool of them to, to really do that, man. So uh, shout out to Bevel once again, man. We out here. I can't wait to use it. Um, what else is going on? Uh, same old, same old with me, man. Uh, oh, and the thing about the thing about shaving is that I'm really nervous about it because I really don't know how to do it. I've never done it before myself, so it's like, I don't know, because I, I want to do, do my face too and all that, so I'm scared, man. This is going to be a learning experience. Like, I never taught my sons how to shave because I've never shaved. So it's like, you know, and they out here smooth face and they don't really need it. And they out here with luxurious hair. But, like, I'm nervous, man. I'm looking, I'm looking at you ladies that shave your legs in the shower. Like, how do you do it, ladies? How do you do How do you get those smooth legs, ladies? And I'm not feeling how smooth my legs are. It's ridiculous, man. On, on on the right side of both my legs, I got zero hair on my legs now. I still got hair on the left side and the tuck in, 
but on the on the left side and the back of my legs, I got no hair left. It's just smooth. It's ridiculous. I was worried. I was like, is it diabetes? Is it cancer? You know, at the doctor, I'll be asking about everything, man. Ain't no games out here. Like, why am I out here with smooth legs on the sides? It's ridiculous, man. If a woman was curled up with me, she'd be rubbing her legs on me. She'd be like, ooh, these are smooth. I don't want them smooth. I want some hairy, scratchy, Sasquatch legs out here. I want some lumberjack legs. I want some lumberjack legs out here. I shouldn't be out here smooth with my toes pointing. I might as well point, point my toes during sex next time. I might as well since I got smooth legs. I might as well. I'm out here with the smooth legs, y'all. It's ridiculous. On one side, though. On the tuck end, it's still hairy, though. Y'all going to respect this. But uh, it, that's neither here nor there, man. We'll see how the shave goes. But uh, I wanted to... So I put up on my social media, like, what y'all want me to talk about on my podcast? So I'm a, I, did it, I did it from my Facebook reaction. So now I'm going to do it from my Instagram peeps and see what they talking about. Um... The big fella underscore on Instagram at the big fella underscore. Why do women tear men to shreds when they cheat? Example, Kevin Hart, Tiger Woods, but clap women, but clap when women do it. Black China. I don't really think, I don't really think women celebrate cheating women. They kind of look, women to me seem to look down on a cheating woman. Like, I don't think they really clap and celebrate it. Black China. I don't think a lot of women respect Black China out the gate. Like, I don't think she's a beacon of respect in the female community. Um, but I, I feel like women bash cheaters in general, even though they be cheating. First of all, everybody love to say, do all men cheat? Do all men cheat? Do all men cheat? Women be cheating, too. Okay, women be cheating, too. I lost my virginity to a cheating woman. So let's let's cut the crap, all right? Let's cut the crap, man. Y'all be out here in these cheating streets as well. Don't just act like it's just a man thing. Yes, women, uh, men, I do think men cheat more. I don't think all men cheat, but men cheat more. I feel like women uh, women have more self-control than we do, and they're just, they're just more loyal to a certain point. But once, they, once they're out of there, they're out of there. Like men can cheat and still be like, no, just women can cheat. If women... More than likely, if women cheat, they already checked out of the relationship. That's not necessarily the case for men. We could still be in the relationship, but we we dabbled. And it's whack. It's hella whack. But I'm just saying that's the difference between the two. Like, and um and for me, because look look at how look at how women look at how women look at like characters on TV shows like uh Skylar on Breaking Bad or uh, Tasha on power. They've been like, uh-uh, you know, and men, men go especially hard on cheating women. So he he's asking about why do women tear men to shreds? Men tear women to shreds when they cheat. So it's it's double standards and all kind of hypocrisies going on on both sides, but it's like don't don't act like men don't tear women to shreds when they when they cheat. Because y'all just Y'all just be hardly, oh, hell no, hell no. Even though the dude been cheating on her like five, six times. No, she cheated them, man, the hell no. Nah, man, I see what's going on here. Uh, Another question. Trump's ass acting a fool at the UN meeting. Oh, you want me to talk about that? I feel like Trump is going to get us, you know, he's going to get us blown up. He's going to get us blown. If I die because of Trump, I'm I'm waiting for him in the afterlife. When he pull up, I'm gonna beat his ass. 
Oh, I don't care if we had the gates of heaven. I will beat his ass. I don't know if he's going to be up there. I don't, uh, hopefully, I'm up there, but I don't see him going. But he might go. Who knows? Wherever the afterlife is, wherever his punk ass is showing up, we fighting if he gets me killed on the account of his mouth. Um, I'll just leave that there because I don't want Trump to dominate my podcast. Um, finding, oh, and that, that question was from uh, Lovey... Lovey Chuther. I don't know how to say your name out loud. It's so it's hard. For, first of all, if you don't have a regular Instagram name, I can't really say your name without butchering it. But Lovey, man, you've been following me for a while. And this dude's a great artist, by the way. He 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 pretty much draws his own adult themed comic books. Pretty dope. Um The One Fire Rabbit said, finding and pursuing one's purpose in life. I feel like if you can find your purpose in life, that's a blessing and a half right there. To find what, to find what you feel what your purpose is, is so rewarding, man. It's so, because I, like, I feel like I finally found it. And maybe I haven't, but I feel like I have. Like, you know, with stand-up comedy and just, you know, making people laugh and connecting with the people on that level. I feel like I found what I'm here for. And it, it's a great, it's a great, that's why I'm like so happy. That's why I'm like loving life right now, you know, uh, because of that. Like, oh man, this is this is, it's a great feeling, man, to to feel like I have my purpose fulfilled out here. Like, you know, I feel like I'm striving for something I'm optimistic about, I'm excited about, and I feel like everybody should should find that. And I pray that everybody finds that. Like, I hope you find what what your passion, what your purpose is. I don't care what you, what. What you're doing. I don't care if you shoveling shit. I don't care if you giving out mints in the in the restroom. As long as you feel like, oh, this is this is why I'm here. As long as you're happy in that, within that, within yourself. That's a great feeling, man. That's a dope, crazy feeling. So don't chase the money. Chase chase what makes you feel good. Chase your purpose. Chase what gives you fulfillment. And hopefully that feeling isn't tied up in another person. Because I feel like that's too much. That's too much relying on somebody else. Hopefully it's from within you. You know what I mean? Uh, so shout out to uh, at the one fire rabbit for that one. Uh, at underscore underscore. I think it's two underscores. Yeah. At underscore underscore. Hello underscore beautiful underscore. Dating people half your age. Um, what's my take on that? I mean, if you're compatible, you're compatible, man. Like, if you in your 40s dating a 20-something-year-old, do you, man. If it works for y'all, if y'all, if, if the chemistry's right, go for it. It's all legal. I mean, try not to think too much about, man, when I was born, when I was when I was 15, you was just, you know, because that, that'll mess your mind up a little bit. Because, uh, you know, I've dated younger than me. And, like, I, I would have those moments where I'm just like, would when you was born, I was watching Transform. It's like it's weird. It's weird. Like it's like ah, ah. When you go back in time, but like in the moment, like when y'all are together, it is what it is. But like, it could be tough on the mental. Like you know, you just thinking like, man, you you was in elementary school and I was ah ah ah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a it's a crazy thought, but you know, um, I'm not against it. I feel like. I feel like men do it more than probably women do, but there's some cougars out there. They call them cougars if they do, but like uh, I think I think men really do it a lot. Like men, so a lot of men go too far and start dabbling in high school kids. I'd be like, hey man, you, you're overdoing it. 
But like half your age, man, if it works, it works. If you're in your 50s, ain't in your 30s, if it works, it works. 60s, 30s, whatever the case may be, man. A lot of people don't find anybody. Whether it's in their age bracket or half their age, they still out here like, I can't find nobody out here. So just be happy you got chemistry with somebody. Because a lot of times, man, chemistry is hard to it's hard to come by, man. So don't let the age be a factor. You know what I mean? Don't let the age, don't let the race be a factor either, man. Get with who you vibe with, man. Because there's a lot of people out here like, uh, I, don't, I don't date. I don't date white. I don't date, you know, Latino. I don't date Asian. And it's not, I'm not talking about like a personal physical preference. I'm talking about you making it a mental preference. I think it's whack when you just be like, I won't because he's white. I think that's whack, man. Like if you feel, if you feeling a white guy and you're black or whatever, you feeling a white, go for him. Give it a shot, man. You might be missing out on some real, some real loving, man. I'm glad my uh, my grandparents didn't think that way. Oh, Charles is black. I would never. Oh, she's white. Ah, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't think that. They was like, man, we gonna connect. We gonna do this. And then they had my mom, and here I am. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. They didn't let that stop them. They didn't. They didn't put that barrier up for no reason, man. Vibe with who you vibe with, man. Get in on it, man. Trust. All right. Um. And I will date. I will date outside my race. You know, lost my virginity to a Spanish girl. You know, black women show me the most love. Black women show me the most love. But I, I don't discriminate. Like if I feel you, we we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. I don't care what you are, man. I'm not gonna pass that up, man. If we got chemistry, we rocking. You know what I'm saying? And then it, I would if I if I was out here on the interracial dating tip, and, and you know people was looking at me with the side eye, I wouldn't give a hot damn. Like if I see you giving me the side eye, I'm gonna squeeze them tighter. I'm gonna hold their hands, squeeze them tighter, maybe grab her boobs in your face. I'm gonna just live lavishly, man, because I'm not worried about what you think, man. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do me. You know what I'm saying? And plus. I've already contributed two black men to society. Like, you know, I've contributed more black people to the earth. So get off my back, man. If I want to dabble henceforth in the, in, the, in the interracial dating pool, let me do that, man. Because I'm going to do me. Mm. Ooh. Uh, what else we got here? Um, since it's, this is from uh, at T-Bone Junior 10 underscore underscore. Since it's National Father's Walk Day, hit up on how it shouldn't take a day to be a father when it's a lifelong journey. Oh, you goddamn right, man. Being a parent is lifelong. Um, being a parent is absolutely lifelong. It's you once they once they're born, man. Even before they're born, that's when it begins. Before they're born, that's when it begins, and it doesn't end. Even even when they get grown, get their own kids, they get their own house, whatever they're doing. It's still a lifelong job. I'm in this for life, man. I'm in this for life, you know, until I'm gone. Then that's that's when that's when the job is done, man. It's not just a day. But it's good. To, it's good to have days that recognize it because it's something to celebrate. I think a day of celebration is great because you're not going to celebrate every day. So let's let's have a day. Let's have a Father's Day. Let's have a Father's Walk, whatever the case may be. I don't think it's a, a problem when you celebrate. Um, yes, of course, it's a lifelong journey. Of course, that goes without saying. But, um, but don't just be coming around on that day and then you never see him again. That's ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, the pops, hey kids, and then y'all just separate after that. That's whack. But like the lifelong journey, the every day, the 
not even necessarily every day because I don't, I don't know the setups of each, you know, parental dynamic, but, you know, it should be some type of communication, some type of thought, some type of, you know, I, it, I think about my kids every day. I see them. I see them or I think about it. if I'm on the road, I think about them daily. Like they just they're just a part of my very soul. My whole being is like, ah, oh, my kids are, you know, because, you know, sometimes we 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 don't think about people every day. But like, you know, my kids all day, every day. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, man, it's it's definitely, definitely, definitely a lifelong journey. Um, at row underscore Andretti said iPhones versus Androids. For me, I have an iPhone. Um, I have an iPhone because it works better for the videos. Because uh, I have iMovie on the phone, so it's, it's brilliant for like videos and it's so compatible with editing apps and like you know I love it. I do my voiceovers here. Um, I can airdrop easy. Like you, we both got an iPhone. We do a video. I can airdrop it to you. I can take pictures of you. Airdrop it. I don't even need your number. You just got to be standing there. That's a great feature. Um, I don't really have to get you know the little the little memory cards. Which which because Android you can. Which is kind of dope. You can just upgrade your your space. You you do a one time payment and upgrade your space. That's what I don't like about the iPhone. You kind of have to get your space in advance, and so you paying extra for the phone. Um, but iPhone is smooth. I really don't have any complaints with iPhone. I went from Galaxy to iPhone just so I could edit better, um, do my videos better, have a smoother look with the videos, and it's more compatible when you when you're putting stuff on the laptop. You're sharing it to other people. When you have an Android, that stuff is hard to do. It's raggedy. You try to send people videos. They come through all blocky and claymated looking in the visual quality. So, and then the blue text bubble looks better to me than the green. That's another thing. Like when when the, when the text bubble is blue, it's just a better visual. When I see green, I'll be like, eh, you know. But Android's a good phone. It's like I, I really didn't have, other than me creating stuff and putting it out, I probably still have an Android. So, you know, but I'm not all super bent on Apple's versus Android. It's it's just ridiculous. Y'all don't have stock in the company. Sit down and sit y'all asses down. iPhone is not paying y'all to pump it up to be the ambassador. They're just taking your money, man. So just just relax. Be happy with your little choice. Stop judging the Android people. They happy with their little choice. They got good visuals on the camera. Their phones explode sometimes. But, you know. They out here, man. It's a good phone. A phone is a phone. Can you call me? Yes. And I like FaceTime, too. FaceTime is a nice feature, even though I don't talk on the phone much or really FaceTime that much. It's a nice option. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a nice option out there. So we got that, man. Shout out to Roy Andretti. Um, at Re.Films, you need to have Miss Lopez on. Like, Do people want to hear the apology and hear how it affected you and how how it's all good also relationships especially with the kevin hart stuff and miss lopez can there be can be there to give the astrology and woman aspect of the conversation okay so what he's referring to on the miss lopez thing a friend of mine she's a comedian as well arana lopez she went on she went on uh social media uh kind of like I don't want to say rant, but she really like opened up on social media. Like she was going at people that she knew personally in the comedy game. And she was putting it all out there on her Facebook, on her Instagram. So people was like, yo, you know, the comedy community was buzzing like, yo, this is 
some wild accusations. Oh, oh, snap. So she threw me in the mix on, because um, I'll admit, I was doing a podcast with her called Hip Hop Raised Us. And uh, I, I had to do some traveling gigs for like a couple weeks. And so I was missing episodes. And then when I got back, I still didn't have the time to do the episodes. So I just kind of faded out with no real communication to her, which was whack on my part. And so so I definitely own all of that. And, and uh, I apologized to her. And I was just like, you know, I'm sorry for not communicating. That was whack on my part. Because I just faded out of the podcast with no explanation, no keep up. And that was wrong on me. And um, But she never mentioned it to me. You know what I'm saying? We, we never talked about it. We just haven't talked. And so, and there's no, there's no beef on my end at all. Like I've never spoke ill of her or anything like that. So, cause I respect her, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, she threw my name in one of the, in one of the joints that she posted. She was just like, like saying, there's some backstabbers out here. You know, that's why, that's why I blocked like Tony Baker. And I'm like, Whoa, Whoa, pump the brakes. So I had to clear my name. I was like, yo, like, and I texted her like, yo, I've never spoke ill of you. This, that, and the third, you know, and that's when I apologized for, you know, the lack of communication. And then she was like, yeah, uh, you just got ghost on me. And then I I had a follow-up question about something else. Then she just kind of gave me the have a good day, sir, wave off. But then, so I posted, I posted my piece on social media. Like I posted the text message exchange and I I gave my side of the story because I didn't want to be lumped in with backstabbers. Like I needed that's not a good look for me. And like, I'm not out here backstabbing at all. So I wanted to clear my name. So I uh, posted that. And then, then she reached out, apologized. And uh, so, you know, we had that convo and uh, I took it down. I took my post down right away and she apologized on her social media and I posted the apology. So uh, I thought, I thought that was cool of her, man. And I wish her the best. And I hope, um, I hope the things that she was posting, if it, if it is hurt on that behalf, I hope that she heals and like you know works things out with the other people she put on blast. But uh, yeah, so that that's what that was. So I was like, let me clear my name because I don't want to be lumped in with all this other whackness. Like, let me state my whackness so so everybody knows the whackness I was involved in. But I don't want to be seen as no backstab out here on the streets. So I had to clear that. So that's what that was. Maybe I don't have guests on my podcast. So I probably won't have her on, but hopefully we can do something together and, you know, post it to the masses, if you, <laughs> the masses, if you will. But shoot, we done ran out of time. We already done, son. We already done, son. Another episode of Verbal Cardio, man. We already 30 minutes in. So uh, I still got, I still got more topics people want me to touch on, but I'll do that in the future podcast, man. I took out the movie element of my podcast because I'm doing my movie reviews on YouTube now. So so the movie reviews will be a separate thing on my YouTube. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube page, peeps. Uh, it's Tony Baker Comedy on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram, at Tony Baker Comedy. I'm at Tony Baker Comedy on Facebook, at Tony Baker Comedy on Snapchat, at Tony Baker Comedy on Twitter, man. TonyBakerComedy.com. Come through, man. And always, man, when I post about the podcast episode that's being dropped, show up in my comment section. Let me know you listen. Let me know what you like. Let me know your opinions on what I touched on. And let me know what you what you want me to touch on in the future, man. Let's do this, man. I appreciate y'all listening and even caring what I got to say, man. I'm just running my mouth for 30 minutes. That verbal cardio, man. Be good to each other. Respect everybody, man. Listen. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a racist piece of shit. 
Don't be a, a bigoted piece of shit. And that goes for everybody. Black folks be out here bigoted as hell too. Y'all need to cut it out, man. Let, let's let's respect one another, man. Let's let's bridge the gap. We can do it, man. We we can do this. We can rise above. There's a lot of pieces of shit out there, but we can rise above the shit. Okay, we can rise above it. Cause you know, and stop. This is what I have to do, and this is my message before I get off of here. Stop arguing with pieces of shit. Stop arguing with pieces of shit. Okay. Because you got to think, I do it, man. It'd be like, I'm arguing with somebody that doesn't even have a profile pic. Just pieces of shit trying to get me riled up. And you can tell by what they say if they're a piece of shit. Like, you know, you could tell they wanted they wanted slavery to still be cracking. That's a piece of shit right there, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, and then think about it, I don't argue with pieces of shit. Like, I take a shit, I wipe my ass, I flush. I don't argue with it. We don't have a conversation. Sometimes I don't even look at it. You know, I just wipe flush. You know what I mean? So why am I arguing with a piece of shit? And get, even take it to the female front. They act like shit doesn't even exist. They act like taking a dump doesn't even exist. That's what we need to be on. Handle it like how women handle taking dumps. Act like it never happened. That's what they do, man. So ignore these pieces of shit out here, man. Be careful who you give your energy to. And with that being said, thank y'all for tuning in to another session of that Verbal Guardian.